0: Welcome to the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs podcast. This show offers wisdom, inspiration, and tips on how women entrepreneurs build their businesses and how they incorporate mindfulness and spiritual practices to become successful. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, a certified entrepreneur coach. I specialize in helping women entrepreneurs overcome limiting beliefs to get more clients and grow their income. Now, let's jump into today's episode. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, and today I am super excited to introduce you to Anette and She is what we could call an eco-influencer with a presence on Instagram, YouTube, podcasts, and she also has a web shop. Anette is on a mission. To make it trendy and easy for the everyday modern person to be environmentally friendly and feel amazing. Together with her sister, Susanna, she runs the organization Radical Broccoli and they've also written a book together called You Nat or Down to Earth in English. Annette also co founded uh, and now runs the company called Sleepers, which are flip flops made of natural rubber. She's always searching for inspiring places, people, products, and food that are in alignment with her personal values. What can make the oceans cleaner and the earth a better place? So Anette, welcome to you and thank you so much for coming on this show.
1: Thank you so much, Martina. It's an honor to be here and a really nice intro. I really appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So could you tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you ended up um, as an eco-influencer or running the (laughs) radical broccoli and all the different things that you're currently doing.
1: Yeah, wow. I feel like it's um, a lot of elements, but to put it quite uh, short and sweet, I used to study something called war studies, which is quite different from what I'm doing now. And I also worked in the Norwegian Armed Forces for two years. But all the while, I just felt like there was so much more to life that I wanted to explore. And I had such a curiosity to all the things that I'm working with now. At the same time, when I was working in this office and this job and towards a life that I really was not very happy about, my body was completely shutting down and it was almost forcing me to just stop and (laughs) go in another direction because I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And um at one point I just my sister asked me, you know, what would you do if you didn't have any fear? Yeah. And that was the question. question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's huge. And I feel like everybody should ask themselves that because sure. on the other side of fear there's this courage. And when you get that energy, it's like, whoa, you just you feel like you can do it anything. But anyways, that's where the idea of Radical Broccoli was born, and at that time, it was all about, you know, everything that I was curious about, about food, and energy, and about how we treat animals, because I I became a vegan when we started that, because I just realized all the different ways we have been treating animals on the planet, and Mm -hmm. I just felt like everybody had to know it. So yeah it was a big jump it was really scary because it was so different from sort of the person that was in the world at that time i felt really strange but at the same time is what just the best decision ever
0: (laughs) yeah because you guys started quite early like in the last year or two like it's been like a massive explosion of people that are talking about these things but you guys were starting before the big trend started really So, what year did you start,
1: like, really thinking about this? uh, Yeah, it's actually kind of funny, but we had two starts. So, the first time was in 2014, actually, right before Christmas. Wow. I challenged uh, my sister, Susanna, to have a two-week vegan challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And she just thought I was completely insane. She never heard about vegan. And she was like, but how do you get pro? You know, all these questions came in. and I don't know we just we were at the cabin and we started exploring more and more and more and it just opened up so much and so we started Instagram posting it was mainly about food back then posting food photos yeah <laughs> and um, after six months we actually quit uh-huh. because I was in full-time work and it just didn't align with you know working in the military <laughs> I felt like I couldn't handle both of it and my sister yeah. was at Copenhagen Business School, you know, doing finance <laughs> and everything. Wow! Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm so wish at that time I had somebody just maybe pushing me a bit or inspiring me to take that jump. But I actually had to wait two more years before I was brave enough to do it. Yeah. So the interest was there from 2014. And then we started full on in 2017 when... Uh, Yeah, I quit my job. (laughs) Nice. Such a big
0: jump. It takes a lot to just risk it all and, you know, be fully responsible for our future and income and
1: anything, really. So, yeah, it's huge. And it's also such a life lesson as well, because, you know, you become your business. (laughs) For sure. Like Mm -hmm. the business is kind of an extension of yourself. Yeah. So
0: that whatever you do the business does almost yeah. especially on the platforms
1: <laughs> yeah for sure
0: okay so you started exploring back then yourself yeah like really
1: it really up. came yeah like I said in 2014 before that I I've always been drawn to know about humans and I studied history before I went into war studies but I wasn't about the planet I didn't understand or pay attention to that so yeah i started from
0: scratch (laughs) awesome yeah which we all have to do i suppose we just do it in different speeds and different degrees and (laughs) everything yeah on your website you're talking about how taking care of yourself also translates to taking care of the planet so Mm. how would you say
1: that is Uh, i feel like that's the essence of everything we do and It's actually something i feel like i discovered over time because at the beginning i was a bit more strict you know everybody has to do this and that and in order to be in this box you have to check all these different (laughs) things but the beauty about you know sustainability and taking care of the planet is that we all can do it in completely different ways and In the end it's about you know us humans (laughs) honestly being kinder to ourselves and extending that outwards and you know inspiring each other and when we come from that place it just feels natural extension to take care of the planet and nature that's what i feel
0: yeah Um, yeah i totally agree like feeling or having empathy and taking care of ourselves also extends to others because if we're really hard on ourselves and don't really have empathy about what we're feeling and stuff it has been proven that we don't really feel sympathy or empathy for what's external to us as well so it makes a lot of sense to start
1: yeah yeah for sure and also what I saw I mean there's been amazing activists and everything like that and they paved the way you know for someone to come in and be all positive about it (laughs) But (laughs) but at the same time I couldn't find anybody who spoke about this topic in a way that related to me and sort of, it, it felt like it was so divided. It was being angry and talking about the doom day, you know, like yeah. how wrong everything could go or there was materialistic world where nobody cared. And so just try to find that middle point where, you know, people are allowed to change and yeah. uh, it's not a criticism of how it's been, but it was necessary to be where we are now in the world, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And you guys are um, well recognized. So for the people that I talk to that, you know, whenever we're talking about you guys and your approach and everything, it's like you make it so easy and so accessible for young people and urban people to make small changes and feel good about those changes, like you said, rather than not Fulfilling all the little boxes and being perfectly like uh, environmentally friendly and zero waste and
1: all that sort of stuff. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's really uh, something we strive towards because I know for myself, if somebody is like pointing a finger at me and saying, Oh, things I'm doing wrong, <laughs> I almost go into rebellious mode. I'm like, No, <laughs> we need to soften it. And, you know, of course, most of us need a little push to start. But in the end, if we kind of find the things that we find joy in and also a sense of accomplishment, yes, then you have this more long-lasting motivation and inspiration to continue. Yeah, is-
0: because there's like intrinsic motivation and there's like extrinsic, motivation and extrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation coming from like looking correct from the outside sort of thing, whereas uh, intrinsic is giving you yourself the little rewards and feeling in alignment with your own core values and um,
1: yeah. yeah that's spot on I never heard those terms before but it's really yeah
0: <laughs> psychology nerd and uh, yeah human behavior I
1: love it <laughs> <person> <laughs>
0: myself. so I love it yeah because this is a podcast for conscious women entrepreneurs um, building their own businesses I'd like to ask you about how does running a conscious business look like for you in practice I know that you guys are into meditation and uh, maybe even visualization and all of those fun fun things so tell us some sure. more about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes well yeah like I started with I think the most important thing to know again is that you are your business Yeah, and it won't run without you <laughs> and sort of what I've also noticed that everything that goes on internally with yourself will reflect in your business yes and it's so interesting for example last year I was not very good at boundaries right and in my personal life I would sort of uh, people please people I didn't even resonate with and That, again, showed up in my business as, you know, companies not totally respecting us. um, Maybe, you know, so it's always like a reflection of what goes on inside. And the moment I just really put my, uh, I don't have like a wand, but I I said no. You know, I started to say no a lot and just really had to tune in with what resonated with me. Then, you know, completely new people started coming in in the business. Isn't that fascinating? I'm getting goosebumps from that because it's so instant. It's almost, it feels like magic. (laughs) I mean, it's so much fun when you get it and it's such pain when you don't. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I love just because when you run a business, which I hope so many are inspired to do, it's like you get all the life lessons just thrown towards you, but you have such an amazing opportunity to grow more than you could ever imagine yeah but yeah and then of course since we are the business it's really important for me to take care of myself and that's something I'm trying to be better at all the time because I've noticed that I say a lot of times that I meditate but then I'm like did you even meditate this week you know (laughs) actually (laughs) I actually have to do it do the
0: work yeah I love Um, that I saw this thing (laughs) on Instagram where it's like if people actually started practicing self-care instead of posting about it on instagram the world yeah, would be yeah. a better place
1: <laughs> yeah no that's so true yeah it's like you have to do the work but what's more beneficial because you you know it will just vibe out every single place
0: yeah for and sure.
1: uh, yeah and also it's a lot about you know taking full responsibility yes which I also feel like is such a good lesson, you know, running your own business, you automatically take responsibility. But that again, reflects back to your life, you know, you understand that you actually have to take responsibility for your happiness there as well, which I think is very empowering because you won't wait for, you know, someone to come in and- (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Save you. But uh, yeah, oh, there's so much to say here, but I feel like that's uh That's the most (laughs) important important, recently learned steps
0: yeah so actually taking care of ourselves setting boundaries saying no taking full responsibility about our happiness and also what comes into our business from within yeah so you've already mentioned some but i'll, I'll ask the question anyway so what are some of your biggest lessons from your journey as an
1: entrepreneur so far oh so many <laughs> <laughs> For me, at least, it has been a lot about accepting um, myself, yeah. you know, especially when I started to to post photos online and, you know, show my face to the world. It's so scary in the beginning, like... Unbelievable. It's yeah. like you almost lose it a bit, you know, because it's like you're jumping out of something completely, <laughs> completely unknown. So you definitely have to learn a lot about, you know, how to sort of stand more steady in yourself. Yeah. because in the beginning it was so much about you know oh that person come to that and then I was you know flat out <laughs> yeah or it was a good week if somebody gave me you know a good compliment and then you you sort of you have to learn to like yourself no matter what yeah actually love yourself yeah and um, yeah so I mean and it also you know about the photos it triggered uh for me i had lots of you know insecurities about my body and my skin and all sorts of things and so i really had to overcome that and sort of be accepting of myself no matter how i felt like i looked like and that also taught me a lot about you know what you put out into the world you just want to post perfect photos yeah. and then feed into that mainstream you know that same thing that has made you feel less about yourself feed the monster <laughs> yeah exactly and that just was such a aha moment for me because that's the last thing I want to do yeah so yeah lots of lessons <laughs> interesting yeah because um I did my master's degree in
0: um actually very relevant for you guys uh it was yeah. um or what make people follow influencers who uh, promote a sustainable lifestyle And so I interviewed the followers on that. And what was really clear in the end was that it's not how perfect it looks, uh, the equipment, the quality of the production, the sound, like all the things that people generally stress about or like how they appear or whatever. It was uh, relatability, which is, you know, like we're normal people. We're not like this perfect statue uh, Mm. that looks perfect (laughs) all the time or sound perfect. And the other thing was authenticity which also kind of intersects with relatability yeah um and also what type of information you're getting so rather than the aesthetics of the how pretty it looks or whatever it's like what they actually get from it what are you learning what can you
1: take away from that content wow that's so interesting but i feel like that's so true i mean when i think about who i want to follow <laughs> yeah. well i want to read this <laughs> yeah i'll send it to you afterwards <laughs> yeah you have to do that yeah but also i
0: also have to say like uh because this is a podcast and people can't see you like from the outside it doesn't look like you have anything to be afraid no. of like it's the... but that's what i'm saying like the most beautiful people with the most normal nice bodies like everyone still has insecurities so
1: yeah yeah, that's the thing, we all have them, and I feel like we just have to let them, let them out, let them shine, yeah. like don't, don't be, I feel like I had so much shame, Yeah. and it wasn't until I actually had put words on it, it kind of evaporated, because I kept it like a secret, and it wasn't yeah. really anything to keep secret, but... It's kind of weird how the mind can trick you in so many
0: ways. Yeah, for sure. Like our ego, or what you want to call it, is trying to keep us safe because we don't want yeah. kind to of have the pain that comes as a consequence of yeah. you know, those external things.
1: Yeah, it's almost like imposter syndrome. You know, who do you think for you sure. are putting yourself on there? <laughs> yes,
0: or Janteloven, which we call it in Norway. Yes, like this for sort of, sure. Yeah, or in Australia they call it tall puppy syndrome. So I'm sure there's like oh, they have a it there variation. too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah that's definitely one of the things you have to um, overcome especially in Norway because it's so safe and wonderful here but it also makes a lot of people not really put themselves out there and take that risk yeah and it's like the most safe country to actually do anything like this yeah so <clears throat> did you ever have resistance towards speaking
0: or living your authentic truth so obviously we were talking about some of this now but was there anything else that you felt was hard to, to speak about? or?
1: Oh, yeah, I feel like all the time, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like you overcome one thing and then it actually, it's just an invitation for yourself to go deeper and know yourself better and get even more, you know, just know yourself more. Yeah. So I, I don't think we will ever be without, we're humans. It's like yeah. how we evolve <laughs> and exactly. how we go forward. Yeah, there's a lot of times, you know, I have maybe thought I've made choices, but then unconsciously I've just been duplicating what I've seen before and things like this. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to just continue to, you know, whenever you find this resistance where you feel like you're doing something because you thought it was you, but then you get this like icky feeling. Yeah. Then it's really interesting to take a look at it and find out exactly what it is. Yeah. Um yeah that was a little bit in colds, but (laughs) just that feeling (laughs) that feeling I guess yeah for example just you know let's take a random example you buy a new piece of clothing and you thought it was you but actually you've just seen it (laughs) all over online and then you wear it and you just don't feel like it's you because you're more of a you know you want to wear something with feathers or whatever yeah (laughs) so it's, it's like in all these small things and I feel like it's all the time getting over it and getting back to your core and yourself and just having fun
0: <laughs> yeah for sure it's the best way there's like this uh, this term called compare despair and it's so easy to fall into as well like if we don't stay in our lane and, and stay centered and true to ourselves as well
1: yeah so yeah think... for sure notice it all the time and then it's like oh no back back again <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and then we become better at it like it's faster and easier to get back in our lane
1: yeah, you know, the last year I've just noticed how quick I can pick up if something is for me or if it isn't, yeah. and that's because you train that muscle. So it's just like um, weightlifting, really. It's more you, you really. Yeah, I guess it's about intuition as well. It's yeah. just like you know. <laughs> yeah, hands. yeah. This is not my
0: burden to bear. This is someone else's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I also like to ask the people I interview if they've uh, had a coach and. If you did, what has been the most valuable outcome for you in having a coach?
1: Mm, yes, I have worked with many amazing women, and I don't know why it's all been women, but that's how it is, yeah. <laughs> how it has been. Yeah, and I feel like having to work with someone who can see you from your outside and mm. sort of. I mean, I'm more of a, I I mean, the people I've worked with are sort of a lot about energy work and very spiritual um so I feel like they have really helped me see you know how can I say the core of me yeah and what is the bullshit
0: yes (laughs) yes so seeing through your um one blind spots that you can't that you're too close to see yourself but also sort of calling you out on the things that is hard to admit to ourselves maybe sometimes or it's yeah too subconscious yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and it's probably been the hardest but most rewarding work i've done is working with coaches and people and mentors and yeah i really recommend it it's such a you know it goes fast that's the thing It like it goes really fast to everything in life you know and you see it immediately in your business immediately in your relationships um and of course in yourself which is uh yeah amazing
0: (laughs) because that was what we were talking about before like how our business as an entrepreneur is an extension of ourselves so if we work on ourselves with a coach um even if we're working on something relationship related or something i don't know about ourselves and then so for example boundaries in Mm -hmm. another completely other setting it will just spill out you were saying it goes fast so did you feel like it was speeding up the process for sure I've experienced that myself as well, because you're kind of
1: forced to look at the things that you kind of don't
0: want to look at. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it's easier to know if you're in the right direction, the wrong direction. And I also learned, you know, so many valuable tools like forgiveness. Yes. So important. Yeah. Uh, not to hold a grudge anymore, you know, and it's, yeah, also, like, you know, forgiving, like past things when you were a kid, you may have been really angry with your mom or dad and you still yeah. hold it unconsciously. And then it's yes. re- you know, it turns up in life in the weirdest ways today. Yeah, I feel like it's really valuable. I recommend this. Awesome.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, because it's so interesting with, with the emotions. Um, I've read so much about childhood psychology and obviously self-development around that. And they say that our emotions kind of are stuck in the age that we received the trauma. Uh, if you mm. So trauma obviously is a wide specter. It can be like something really small and it can be really big. But if if you uh, or if anyone experienced something that felt scary or traumatic, uh, the reaction that we created as a, say, eight-year-old uh, will be the same way we re- react to something similar when we're a 20-year-old or a 40-year-old <laughs> because
1: we haven't really uh, looked at it and processed it and matured the way of reaction to that yeah it's really interesting and that's the part about going back to taking responsibility again you know yes. when you're triggered like me and my sister had, had we're working together really closely and so we have had huge fights you know because we <laughs> clash Yep. and so we really had to go back and figure out you know untangle it all forgive continuously work on on that being a better relationship but that required both of both of us taking that responsibility and the willingness to make it work (laughs) it's very important yeah and and then you won't have a life where you're sort of in and out of of those triggers you know you can actually untangle them and uh, that feels very good (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
0: Yeah, I can imagine it being like amazing and challenging to work with someone that you're that close to
1: yeah (laughs) yeah it is someone I trust like the most in the whole world but at the same time we're super honest and we're also very different we're like Mm -hmm. moon and sun we're completely opposites so yeah it's continuous (laughs) yeah honesty and uh, yeah being kind (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly
0: so uh, we're approaching the end of the interview, and um, I have three rapid-fire questions that I like to ask everyone on the podcast. So are you ready? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: ready. All right. So the first one is, what is your favorite quote? I have
1: so many, but I found one that I really felt resonated with this podcast, and it is she remembered who she was and the game changed. Bang! <laughs> spot on <laughs> yeah that's Lovely. by someone called lala Delila. delia i don't know how to pronounce it
0: <laughs> and question two what is the book that has impacted you the most in terms of your
1: entrepreneurial journey oh it's hard to pick a favorite because hmm. i read so much and I like take it into life but right now i'm reading uh, becoming supernatural have you read that joe no. dispensa i love Super- joe dispensa i'll put it right you on will the... love this book yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know and ener- everything energy manifestation but explained scientifically it's Ooh. mind-blowing Best
0: and, kind.
1: yeah <laughs> and i'm also reading a book called spiritually sassy nice by South simone and it's really funny and uh He's uh, amazing. So yeah, you should also check that one out.
0: <laughs> I will. Thank you. Uh, and finally, what is something that the listeners can do or focus on this week to get closer to being a successful entrepreneur and living life on their terms?
1: Hmm. I would say take out a piece of paper and then sort of review how your life is going right now and maybe see where you have the courage to change things if you feel like a change is needed, you know, to step forward and it can be the small things, you know, if maybe for someone it's, uh, you actually have to relax more. Yes. Meditating more or for someone it's getting off social media to get that real inspiration. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just use this time we have on the planet right now, super strange, but you know, most of us have a little bit more time to review
0: yeah i love (laughs) it so take the time that we're uh that is pretty much forced upon us (laughs) to (laughs) just do some introspection and um writing it all out where can the listeners find you so i on all platforms
1: under radical broccoli
0: i'll link to that in the description box for this um podcast as well as in the show notes so it'll be easy to find and what What would you say um, from our conversation today, a singular message?
1: I feel like the most important thing to know is that you already have everything. Mm. You have what it takes. Now you just need to find that you know courage to take those jumps and uh, really listen. Listen to you know what comes from the heart our brain tries to trick us all the time
0: (laughs) indeed it does awesome thank you so much for getting on this podcast and sharing so many words of wisdom and having so many laughs around all the things (laughs) um, yeah thank you
1: so much for having me it's such an honor and i love all the episodes so i'm really honored to be a part of it (laughs) oh thank you thank you so much for listening
0: in today If you enjoy this episode, please share it with anyone who would benefit from listening in. As always, please leave a review. Five stars for good karma and if you think we need more mindfulness and spirituality in business. If you're interested in coaching with me, head on over to my website and schedule a free discovery call. Finally, if you have any inquiries or you would like to interview me on your show, shoot me an email. Details are in the show notes over at my website, martinathompson.com. Have an amazing week. Cheers, guys.